Welcome to the Devereaux Committee of Pro Wrestling, presented by the Idiot Radio Network, offering a weekly look into the world of professional wrestling with guest interviews, news, results, and much more. Now here's your host, Stephon Devereaux. We are back. Yes. <laughs> Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Good afternoon. Stephon Devereaux, and this is the Devereaux Committee of Pro Wrestling and Wrestling Fans. I am still celebrating. I am still celebrating. I came into the studio late because, oh, we had so much fun last night. We had so much fun last night. I went back home. We'll start off there. I went back home to Union Town. See, I wish you were here right now. See these tears. Might have to start face the show. But I went to Union Town. I went home. I went to the State Theater. And I Let's just say how things work out. This is what I did. I sat back and I waited for the perfect time to introduce the new force in professional wrestling. The new force in professional wrestling. And that force is the Devereaux Committee. Now, let me set the stage just real quick. This is going to be really interesting. This is, oh my God. Okay. So what I did was I was really upset at the last UWF show. I was pissed because Jesse Skelton, the extremist, he decided to play, oh, I'm a good guy. You know, I got to do what's fair and what's right. I mean, he does this every two or three years. I've known Jesse for almost 15 years, and he does this. Just like that. Tommy's done this. Five. He's done this five times. And every time, it just, oh, God, this kid got so much potential. But at the last UWF show back in September, this idiot, no, he's not an idiot. He's not a smart one. No, because he was a moron. He's a moron. This moron sat there and decided to turn his back on Devereaux. Can't do that. Jesse, you can't do that. I am the godfather, buddy. I'm the godfather. I'm pulling the strings. But no, this is what you do. You turn your back on Devereaux, and you pissed me off. So I had to back home at that last show, and I sat there, and I thought in my head, like, man, I need a way to get this dude. And then on top of that, I had second, second, become the UWF champion. Hmm. But I wasn't the only one who was ticked off. See, my benefactor, the person who put me in this position, the person who put me in the spot to pull the strings, he had a better idea. Because he wasn't happy either. Now, he wasn't happy for other reasons, but we're not going to talk about that. I don't want to give away the secrets yet. Oh, we're going to let you see that later. That's not a lot. But anyway, my benefactor. He sat there and said, brother, I got you. Just be there in November, and I got you. Because I actually thought about not even 
coming back to UWF. I'm getting offers from everywhere now. And they're saying, hey, we need you. Come do what you're doing in UWF. And I'm just doing some, you know, a couple things, you know, bringing in you know, a couple guys here and there. But anyway, so I said, okay. Came back, and I get to the building. And he sits me down, and he tells me the game plan. I said, there's no way you're going to be able to pull this off. And guess what he did? He pulled it up. He pulled it up. Because what he told me was, you know, I'm tired of people comparing these things. And I'm not going to tell you what I'm talking about. I, I got some, uh, a, little con- a little upset about how people are comparing certain things. But I'll talk about that in a second. But he was upset about that himself. He just didn't understand it. Why? Why? So I said, okay, if this plan works, you know this is going to tick off a lot of people, right? And he said he don't care about that because a lot of people's taking him off. So I said, okay. So get out there. I'm watching this match, and I'm like, man, I'm not going to tell you who the match. And actually, I will. But let's just say Marvelous Matt Fish and his tag team, Marvelous Enterprises. Yes. I just see, I, I, didn't, I didn't understand what I was watching. And I, out of nowhere, I turned my back, you know, because I'm watching the monitor backstage. And I turned my back for a second. I was talking to, you know, the guy, my benefactor. And then he said, turn around. I turned around. And I seen the future. I seen the future of professional wrestling. The future. At Shane Malice and hashtag Pat Anthony. I seen something that just it tickled me. It made me feel so good. And then after that, when I said, wow, that's incredible. These guys do look good. Next thing you know, he said, wait one second. And the benefactor was right. Because I sat back and I watched Farrell take out marvelous Matt Bish. And I, I couldn't believe it because I knew these guys. You know, Matt and Farrell, I mean, wow, history, years. History. I didn't understand what was happening, but it happened. And next thing you know, these guys are walking back. And Benefactor turns around, he looks at me and he smiles. So let's fast forward. <laughs> oh, this was so interesting. So, Justin Bender, a guy who was screwed, he was screwed out of an opportunity. At the last UWF show, he should have been in that match, not Jesse Skelton. When he came out there and he did what Justin Bender does, he entertains the crowd. He did a nice little uh, rendition of, well, anyway, I'm not going to tell you what the song is because that could be copped. Anyway, copyright. I don't want to get into that. Anyway, I would sing the song because it's like our celebration song. Seriously, I heard it all night. But anyway. Justin, you're the man, dude. All the chicks he had. Oh, God. The party. But, therein, he does 
what a man does, what man, what men do. He believed in something and he fought for it. And he challenged Sicken for the UWF championship. And guess what? <laughs> Sicken did what we knew he was going to do. What the benefactor said he was going to do. Man, of course he's going to do what you think he's going to do. He's going to accept the challenge. And what did he do? <laughs> he accepted the challenge. Oh, I know. Well, okay, I did leave out one part. I did leave out the big, the, one of the biggest parts. Because, no, 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 no. I don't want to tell that part. Maybe they should go and watch the DVD. When the DVD come out, they can see how this next part came together. Because, seriously, you fans who were not there last night does not, don't deserve to hear what happened on how Varel. Anyway. Anyway, let's go. Let's fast forward to this heavyweight championship match so I can give you, ha-ha, the best part of the story. So, you see Sicken out there running his mouth. He comes out there. He accepts the challenge. Jamming Justin Bender, the captain, is beating him down the whole match. He's beating him down the whole match. Now, I'm going to tell you from what I seen when I was watching on the monitor backstage. Now, I seen Jamin Justin Bender go to hit Sicken with his move, his finisher. And next thing you know, Sicken pulled out this weapon, and he tried to hit Jamin Justin Bender, and he knocked him out almost, okay? And the referee was not paying attention. See, that referee cheats. He wasn't paying attention. And Vavril, being the nice guys that they are, being the top tag team who is all about fairness, these two guys were two of the fairest guys I've ever met in my life. They went out there and they said to the referee, hey, sir, uh, you know, sick and cheated. So what did sick and do? He comes out of the ring. He attacks Vavril. He attacked him. He, it was just, it was insane. Why would you attack the greatest tag team in professional wrestling right now? And that was just insane. But he attacks Varel. Then after he attacks Varel, what happens? He goes to the ring and he tries to beat up on Jam and Justin Bender, the captain. And Jam and Justin Bender, he just with all that strength and all of that might that he has inside of him. Oh, my God. He was able to do a 450 splash. And this was after, you know, uh, Sicken decided that he knew he couldn't beat Jam and Justin Bender and he laid down completely because he knew. He knew. And Jamma Justin Bender went to the top rope, and he did his 450 splash, and he became the new UWF champion. And guess who was there to celebrate it with him? Yours truly, Stephon Devereaux. And when it was all said and done, when the smoke cleared, we unveiled the newest force in professional wrestling, and that is the Devereaux Committee of Pro Wrestling. Because, and here's the deal, Jim and Justin Bender were smart because, you know, he knew. The captain knew. You know, here go two guys who were nice enough, Shane and Pat, who were nice enough to put their, put their body on the line. They were nice enough to do that. They put their body on the line, and next thing you know, boom. Now they're hanging out with the champ. Yeah. Good dudes. But they're going to be champions one day, too. <laughs> but to put a little... Oh, little Bow on this package. Tiny little ribbon. 
So we're all in the back room. We're talking to the benefactor. <laughs> and guess who we bump into? A friend of Matt Bish. Marvelous Matt Bish. We bumped into a friend of his who said, hey, man, that's just not cool what you got. Come on. Talking to Pat and Shane like that? Yeah, well, that guy no longer uh, is walking right now because he got taken out. And we're not going to tell you who that guy is. We're going to have to find out once you watch it on your own. You know what I'm saying? On the DVD. That's if, that's if somebody recorded it because, it, you know. But the benefactor said, this is the problem. This is the problem. You know, these people don't realize why I did what I did. Why these guys are with us now. Why? And I said, bro, you tell me. And he said, this is why. Because like you said, Devereaux, Matt Bish, his head is not in the game right now. It's not in the game. It's not in the game. It's not in the game. And that was the problem. His head was not in the game. Just like when people sit here and say that UWF is UCW, it's not the same. Then their heads are not in the game either. And see, that was the difference. Matt Bish and these other guys who are in UWF right now keep thinking this is UCW. This is not UCW. UCW is no more. UCW is what I represent it as. It's the Devereaux Committee. I fought my ass off for UCW. And these guys want to sit here and continue to act like it, that UWF is UCW. It's not UCW. Their heads are not in the game. UCW, their heads were in the game. Matt Bish, when you was in UCW, your head was in the game. Now you're in UWF. Oh, we could talk about why your head is in the game. Oh, do I have to bring it up? Okay, people want to get mad at me. Hold on. Want to get mad at me? Here's the problem. Matt, your head was in the game because of a female. Oh, let's shoot. Let's shoot. Marvelous Matt Bish, he let that girl get inside of his head. And you know what Pat, and you know what Shane told me last night? These guys said, man, we knew we could win all the titles here. We could we come into a new opportunity with UWF. You know, we was being held back in UCW. Now we get a great opportunity here in UWF. Man, we can hold all the gold. And they looked at a guy like Jam and Justin Bender, the captain, and they said, damn, I want to be like him. I want to hang with him. When a benefactor told me that he's been working on this for months now, and he just needed the final piece of the puzzle, and that's me, to be the, mouse, the mouthpiece, the mouthpiece, he said he couldn't trust Matt Bish because his head wasn't in the game. His head wasn't in the game. And it's just like all the other guys who are in UWF right now who thinks that this is UCW. This is not UCW. This is UWF. And you know who controls UC, UWF. Same people who control UWF. Or UCW, excuse me. It's not. It's not. The captain controls UWF. Viral controls UWF. Stefan Devereaux controls UWF. The Devereaux Committee controls UWF. And guess what? Oh, this is so hilarious. Oh, oh, he really got the balls to do this. Okay, okay, we're going to take a break real quick, and we're going to bring him on. We got Matt Bish. Oh, we got Matt Bish. He's, oh, my goodness. Oh, Matt Bish, hold on. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back here on the Devereaux Committee of Pro Wrestling here on the Idiot Radio Network. For all your heating and cooling needs, service, and installation, 
Contact our friends at Complete Comfort Heating and Air Conditioning. 412-513-3001. Doesn't your family deserve Complete Comfort? Looking for a creative idea for meetings, business lunches, and special events? Call Spiels on Wheels, food truck, and catering, and take the stress away. For more information, call them at 724-244-9881 or on Facebook at facebook.com slash wheels. You're listening to Idiot Radio, taking it to the edge and back. Pizza and Gyro Express, 801 O'Neill Boulevard in McKeesport, Pennsylvania. For menus, coupons, specials, and catering info, visit our website at pizzaandgyroexpress.com. Order online or by phone at 412-672-2182. Don't forget about the lunch buffet and drink every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. for just $10. The original Pizza and Gyro Express. Don't settle for anything less. See, this is why we are becoming the hottest wrestling podcast oh my goodness because we get real on here and i got real and i guess i pissed off somebody now he wants to call into the show this producer oh yeah you better put him on because he wants to call he, he doesn't get on this man you know what let's talk let's talk bring him on matt bish hold up bring him on please bring him on please is he here matt bish oh the floor is yours buddy the floor is, is yours obviously you heard what i said i want to hear what you got to say bro I haven't heard so much bullcrap since Jackal was around. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, that's, that's what I mean, bro. You, oh, shut up. Okay. You want to get personal? Oh, 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 I'll get personal. Let's. You want to compare UCW and UWF? We'll compare. When yeah. you guys were on top, How many people were at the show last night with your guys on top? I, uh, I think I might have ordered uh, uh, 30, 36. Uh, hey, 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 whoa, whoa. I, hey, that's the, promotions, that's, the, that's, the, that's the promotions department. They put that wrong guy on a daggone poster. Sicken, who wants to see him wrestle? Next show, mm. when, Jim, when the captain is on the front, he's on the front, when he's the headline guy with Viral, I promise you, Pat and Shane They're going to get what's coming to them in due time Bender Bender's my friend But I can see where that's going to get me You are number one on my shit list, pal But I did nothing wrong Oh, 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 yes, you did I did nothing wrong You know, know, now, now that I've had time to think about this last night I go over video footage, I go over conversations, and you're right. You're exactly right. I'm not on my game. And I should have seen this coming a mile away. But <laughs> bringing up Riley Reigns, oh, that crossed the line, pal. Yeah, and I know. here is what, shut up, and here okay. is what we're going to do about that. I don't know when the next show is, but if she wants to come and air out her grievances with me in the middle of the ring, she can. Maybe we can get it all past this, and then I can get back on my game again. Speaking of the next show, oh, oh, next show, 
I'm going to wrestle. What? I'm going to wrestle. And I'm issuing an open challenge. Call it the marvelous challenge, if you will. And what? I would love it if you're the one to accept the challenge. Whoa. But we all know that's not going to happen. Of course not. I want, I'm a businessman. Shut up. I'm issuing an open challenge to anybody out there. I would love it if it was you. Oh, oh, please tell me, yes, that will be you. Uh, Yeah, I would love it if it was Pat or Shane. Oh, you know what? Or even the captain himself, you know? Or it doesn't matter. I'm going to take on anybody, and I'm going to prove a point that Marvelous Matt Bish still has what it takes to be on top in this business, even if I have to do it myself. Hey, you know what, Matt? Damn. I wish I heard this from you a while ago, because when a benefactor came to me and told me what the plan was, I might have said, you know what? You know what? I don't think we should do this to Matt. Matt's a really good guy. I like Matt. But you know, Matt, you lost something. This is what you lost. You were the most devious manager in professional wrestling, and I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the way you were able to take your guys and take – these guys were nothing at one point, and you molded them into superstars. I appreciated that. But Matt, you don't do that anymore. You have you know, no clue. You know, it's you amazing. Have. It's amazing how you're the top group right now, but you had yeah. to do it with my cast off. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, oh, my sloppy seconds. Back you up. Feel. Back up. Let me tell you something. These guys, when they went to my sponsor and they said, this is what we need, okay? The sponsor said, don't worry, I got you. It wasn't, we, I didn't go to these guys. They went to my sponsor, and my sponsor said that this is what he wants to do. And I said, man, these guys want to – they really want to do this? After, he, after this whole plan went down, I just still – I couldn't believe it. They still – they really wanted to do this? When he told me – it was a wink and a smile when I see – Matt, when I see no beat you senseless in the ring, I, kinda, I can't lie, man. I kind of felt bad for you. But – You made an enemy. Done, I felt good for myself. You have made an enemy. As someone you don't want to make an enemy out of. Look at my track record. Look at my track record. The people have turned against me. What has happened to each and every single one of them? Uh, Well, here's the people that has won against Stefan Devereaux lost. Let's start with Kent Flamingo. Damn, where's his E? I haven't heard from Kent Flamingo in a while. Yeah. Uh, What's that one guy's name? The Corey guy? The... Uh, whatever his name is, he's gone. Who else? Who else have I went against in UCW and taken out? I've taken out a bunch of people in UCW. I, I mean, I've managed champions in UCW. Now this is UWF. This is something different. Matt, I don't want to do this to you. I don't, because I think you're a nice guy. I like you. Mm-hmm. You're a nice dude. No, you've I so many no, money no, off no. so much money off your stock tips. No. Bro. I, I am not a nice guy. I am as evil as they come, and now that I am properly motivated, oh, just wait and see what happens. And guess what? I might not necessarily have to do this in the ring. I know where everybody lives. Accidents oh. happen to people. You know, brake lines that mysteriously break. You know, stuff like that. Ever watch the movie Casino? Yeah. And you know, car go boom. Yeah, that, yeah. Stuff like that just happens, you know? Hey, but I wasn't the one. There is nobody, there is nobody better at playing mind games 
than me. Ask TJ Sykes about that. But I, I wasn't the one who, who I wasn't the one who beat you down. <laughs> well, guess what? Guess what? You're, you're the you're the you're what are you what are you? Oh, you're, you're the mouthpiece, right? Yeah. So face to the target. <laughs> oh, I did. Yeah. I, I I really did just say I was a mouthpiece, huh? Oh yeah, you did. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And here's the thing. I'm going to take out each and every one else first. I'm going to let you be last. Whoa! See, I got oh, backup, yeah. dude. Oh yeah. I got backup. Great. Great. You're I got going backup. to need backup. You're going to need backup because just wait and see what I am planning. Hey, I and got friends. Not, you're not going to like it. Oh, I got friends, too. They're world champions. They are people who would be considered a last of a dying breed. They are prince of the deathmatch champions, queen of the deathmatch champions, whom legends, hall of famers, and probably some of the most evil monsters you have ever met in your life, and a lot of them are my friends. I don't call in favors. But maybe I should. It's time that I get back to basics. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to get back to basics. I'm going to build everything up. And then I'm coming for you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, oh, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for Pat Anthony. I'm coming for Shane Malice. And Bender is smart. He'll stay out of my way. Because I'm going to take out... I'm going to take out Tweedledum and Tweedledum ass, and then I'm coming for you. Bye. Matt! Oh. Oh. Are you serious? See, this is what I'm... Oh, my... Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to take a break, and I'm going to text my sponsor, and he's going to tell me everything's going to be all right, because I know the man has a plan. The plan's incredible. Trust me. So, Matt Bish, yeah. Uh, I don't think you want to come up against my dude. My dude, you know what I'm saying, put me in this place to pull the strings. Now I'm going to pull some strings, but hey, man, got to have a lot of power and money to back you up, and guess what? I got that. We're going to take a break here on the Devereux Committee of Pro Wrestling, and when we get back, we're going to get into what happened last night at the show, and we're going to talk about some WWE news, big news, what's going on in the WWE, and... Outside of the WWE, Chris Jericho making headlines again. Let's go. Energy Angel Solution, alternative healing services. Do you need some relaxation in your life? Is your mind feeling sluggish? Does your body hurt? Have you been feeling off balance and just not centered lately? Energy Angel Solutions, LLC, offers healing that considers the energy of the whole person body, mind, and energy for optimal health and wellness. For more information, visit our website at energyangelsolutions.com. Idiot Radio, taking it to the edge and back. Does your dog or cat need some much-needed attention and pampering? Money Paws, full grooming salon for dogs and cats, featuring full-service dog and cat grooming. Bath and brush, haircuts, nails, ears, teeth, and rear end cleanup. All done with extra love and attention. It's Muddy Paws. Get an appointment today at 412 207 8250. 
For all your heating and cooling needs, service, and installation, contact our friends at Complete Comfort Heating and Air Conditioning. 412-513-3001. Doesn't your family deserve Complete Comfort? Yeah. Oh. And I'm happy again. Because my sponsor just said, don't worry, this is a fool. We got this. So I like hearing that. See, this is what I'm talking about. You need power and money to be able to pull the strings, and I have that backing me up right now. So I'm feeling good. Anyway, let's get on. Okay, now look, we had some developments last night, the UWF show. Besides my, you know, my new team, Viral being cheated, uh, you know, the show was actually pretty good. It wasn't a bad show, you know. Uh, the show started late. I think there were some problems with the ring. Uh, I was talking to some people backstage, and they kept saying there was problems with the ring. There's problems with the ring. There's problems with the ring. I'm like, dude, problems with the ring? Seriously? Come on. Anyway, it was a really good show. Uh, had some newcomers uh, on the show. You know, looking pretty good. Some rookies. Um uh, they advanced the tag team tournament. Yeah, Scott Saren and Trevor Gage uh, defeating uh, Crazy Shay and Trevor Allen. Uh, I mentioned this before, which was a little upsetting. Actually, it worked out in my, <laughs> my favor, of course. But uh, we have Bud Cassidy and Rob Rage defeating uh, formerly of Marvelous Enterprises, uh, Pat Anthony, oh, excuse me. <laughs> Let me say this again. I love saying this. Hashtag Pat Anthony and at Shane Malice. And they were managed by a marvelous Matt Bish at the time, but they kind of show Matt Bish the road after that match, which was beautiful for me. Anyway, we won't talk about that later. So, uh, we had a, a match that was supposed to take place here. It was supposed to be Mr. 100, Ricky Stover taken on Black Lightning. Now, if you remember at the September show, Black Lightning and Ricky Stover, they were tag team partners and, you know, some things went down between the two. Uh, Ricky Stover and Black Lightning, they got into a fight uh, in the ring, outside of the ring, in the locker room, outside of the locker room, I mean, outside of the building. I mean, these guys were fighting uh, for about an hour after their match uh, and to get a bunch of people to pull them apart. So, the uh, UWF with, uh, brought in, finally brought in uh, behind-the-scenes guys, they call him. That's what I call him, behind-the-scenes guy. But he's an executive director, uh, and he came in, and he booked a match. Mr. 100 versus Mr. 100, uh, Ricky Stover versus Black Lightning. Lightning. Goodness gracious. But Mr. 100 didn't show up. And no one knows what happened there, but Nah, anything's you know, possible. Could be chilling with some chicks right now, like my man Jamin Justin Bender is. I know he is. Shout out to my man JB, the captain. My man, shout out to you. Um, but uh, Zach Rain, uh, he was Ricky Stover's replacement. Wasn't a bad match. Uh, Black Lightning. Uh, he did win. You know, by count out and you know, 
We're going to find out if anything's going to happen with Mr. Ricky Stover in the future in UWF. I don't know because I talked to the executive, the executive director at the end of the show, and he was really disappointed. He felt that match could have been really good for the card. Uh, and for Ricky Stover to show up, to call, whatever. He said, I just thought it was funny. But um, let's move on. We had a six-man tag match. Man Child, newcomer to UWF and to the Uniontown area, Fayette County, uh, teaming up with Party Girl, Lord Zoltan, and my man, Justin Saint. Uh, they took on Nasty Nick Crane, veteran of this business, a guy who I truly, truly respect, who I should be managing. Let's be real. Nasty Nick Crane, the Canadian hero, should be with Stephon Devereaux. He should be within the Devereaux committee, but he doesn't return my phone calls, man. Come on, Nasty Nick. We need to talk about this, man. We go way back. You know, Nasty Nick Crane used to be on the old Devereaux committee show when I was on television 20 years ago. The guy's a hero in Canada. The guy has done more things for his country than, as a wrestler than Bret Hart. I mean, at least the guy didn't shame Canada by getting screwed over on national TV like Bret Hart did. I mean, he got screwed over by Vince McMahon, no, and he went there and let it happen because he knew he was going to get screwed over. Anyway, back to my man. This match, six-man match. Again, Manchild teaming up with Party Grawl, taking on Nasty Nick Crane, Tanner Reynolds, and Manic. Now, Tanner Reynolds, young guy. <laughs> oh, man, I don't even want to get into that right now because we're going to talk about that before we get off the air here because I'm still upset with my uh, my network here. I mean, what they're doing. <sighs> anyway, but Party Girl won that match. They beat Destiny Crane, Tanner Reynolds, and Manic. Um, we also had a return match. Uh, Marcus Grimes, a.k.a. Black Ice, took on O'Reilly Chambers, and O'Reilly Chambers beat the crap out of him, and Marcus Grimes beat the crap out of O'Reilly Chambers. I mean, it went back and forth. Uh, O'Reilly Chambers did come away with the victory. Uh, these two guys, I don't think it's done yet because the way Marcus was looking at the end of that match, you know, he lost. The way he was looking when he got up after taking a beating, oh, my goodness. They had to get security and wrestlers from the back to bring to take O'Reilly Chambers away because he just could not stop, you know, his beatdown of Marcus Grimes. And he just kept beating him and beating him and beating him. I'm like, God damn, bro. You know, I'm like, dude. So anyway, the uh, guys came, took him out, and Marcus Grimes cut a nice little promo. I think he wants another shot. Now let's move ahead to the fun stuff. Yeah. I like this. So the fun stuff is we have Michael Amato taking on Vic Ramon. Now, Stefan Devereaux, this is where I finally show up. Because, you know, I like to hanging in the back, talking to the benefactor all night. So I go and, and I, I go out there and he says, just go out there and, you know, scout that match. Go out there and scout that match. So I went out there, I scouted that match, and I looked around and I seen, hmm, this is dope. But because of my benefactor, and he didn't even tell me this until I was about to go out, my sponsor the sponsor of the Devereaux committee did not tell me this until I was about to go out. 
He said, after what we seen with Matt Pish getting his butt kicked by Varro. I just love saying that. But after Matt Bish getting his butt kicked by Varro, I called Varro out. And you know what Varro did? They beat their crap out of Amato and Vic Ramon. And now those guys are now beat up, sitting in their living room like, man, what happened? Yeah, they had an awesome match. But we ended it because we had to do some things. And I got to introduce two new members of the Devereaux Committee of Pro Wrestling. So let's move forward. The captain comes out and he gives his promo and he calls out the champ. And the champ does what the champs usually, good champs usually do. They come out. And he got the brake speed off of him. And the new UWF champion is now known as their captain, Justin Bender. Oh, my God, I'm loving this. It's feeling so good. <laughs> yeah. See, I told you. Look, when a plan, when we put a plan in place and we follow it to a T, man, this is what comes of it. And I know I'm doing a lot of celebration right now. I probably shouldn't be celebrating. I probably shouldn't be. Because I still got a lot of work to do. <laughs> oh, man, I'm loving this. Anyway, that's what happened last night at the UWF show. State Theater in Uniontown. The place that's going to be now known as the house that Devereaux. Well, I can't say I built it, but I renovated that place because it needed a nice renovation. Now they can go and put me up on a marquee every single day. Devereaux. Stephon Devereaux. Just like that, say it like that. Devereaux. Stephon Devereaux was here all day, all night. Tears, tears, because I know they're going to do that for me. I deserve it. Anyway, let's move on. Guess what's going to happen? You'll never guess. After months, uh, about two months, maybe three, of back and forth, back and forth banter. I mean, these guys were going back and forth. It was beautiful watching us. Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega will fight. Yes, let me say that again. Chris Jericho. And Kenny Omega will fight. They won't wrestle. This is going to be a fight, man. I'm telling you. I've seen the way they've been talking on Twitter. These dudes are seriously going to be fighting. Because I think it's, the thing, I think it's about respect between uh, Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega. I don't think Chris Jericho feels Kenny Omega respects, you know, him or the guys that, you know, come up uh, during the time of Jericho or guys before Jericho. And I think Jericho wants to send a message. But this message is going to take place on one of the biggest canvases. He's going to paint this picture on one of the biggest canvases in professional wrestling today, and that is Wrestle Kingdom. So our Wrestle Kingdom 12 in New Japan is coming up in January. I believe it's January 4th. Kenny Omega will take on the legendary Chris Jericho. Now, in my opinion, Chris Jericho is a genius because I think he had this set up. You know, let's go, let's, step, let's go behind a curtain for a second. 
Chris Jericho's seen this happen. He probably, I mean, he, you know he, he was going to do this. He's seen this down. He's not, I'm going to do this. Because here's the deal. Chris Jericho is very smart, number one. He knows how to get himself over, number two. He doesn't need the WWE to get himself over, over number three. His name is big enough to be put on any car and draw, but for it to be put on this car and for him to take on uh, a young guy like Kenny Omega says a lot. He knows this is going to get people talking in the wrestling business, the community. Uh, he knows that this match is going to make Omega look incredible. It's going to make a, it's going to put Omega on that stage of being a superstar. Could this lead to Kenny Omega signing with the WWE? That's my question. Could this lead to a big match between Jericho and Omega in the WWE, let's say, in at WrestleMania? Maybe they're testing the waters with New Japan. Is the WWE? I know Jericho is not under contract, but I know you know he he's still a WWE wrestler. It doesn't matter if he's if he wrestled for TNA for a match. I mean, everybody will still look at him as a WWE wrestler. Um, I can actually see Chris Jericho going to Ring of Honor. I can see him showing some love to Ring of Honor. But um, New Japan. See, Jericho and Jericho's a genius. New Japan is actually popping. New Japan is truly popping right now. If you're not, I mean, especially, you can go and Google it right now. New Japan Pro Wrestling. They have an awesome TV show on Axis uh, every Friday night. Uh, I get a chance to watch it from time to time. I DVR the episodes. I just don't get a chance to watch it all the time. But they have an awesome show on Axis. You know, you got Jim Ross, the legendary Jim Ross doing the color commentating. So can you imagine Jim Ross commentating uh, the match between Jericho and Omega? That's going to be incredible. It's going to be incredible. I believe Jim Ross is still there, but uh, yes, I've been watching in a minute. But that's going to be an incredible match. I cannot wait to see what how it's going to play out. And do I believe that Chris Jericho is going to put Kenny Omega over? Yes, I do believe he's going to do it. I believe that Jericho is going to do the job. I believe Jericho is going to. It will probably be. Um, no, no, I'm not. You know, Jericho's an artist, so it'll be something really, really beautiful. It's not going to be no, you know, crap finish like they do in the WWE sometimes. But sometimes, I mean, you're producing so much content in the WWE, you got it. I mean, everything's not going to look good. Um, but here's something, though, that's looking good for the WWE besides all of the manis. They're making up there because they're making a lot of manis. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, the most profitable quarter in the company's history. Oh, my God. They've made more money in the past three months than they've ever made in a company's history, any previous quarter. That's nice. That's maddening. But we're going to talk about the ratings real quick before we go to a break. Um, let me see here. Of course, the thing goes down. But we're going to talk about the ratings before we go to a break. Um, this past week they were, uh, for Raw, they were kind of down. But here's the thing. I, I just think that third hour is kind of bringing Raw's ratings down because their first two hours, they're doing pretty decent. Uh, like the first hour, okay, here, I'm going to give you the overall ratings. The overall ratings was a 2.8, which was down by, uh, down from a 2.9 a week before. But the ratings were still better than a few weeks ago. And I'm talking uh, with before they did the invasion angle or the brand feud angle, whatever you want to call it. Um, those ratings were like in a 2.6 range. 
So, you know, 2.5, 2.6 range. So, you know, 2.8, that's not bad. But here's the problem that I think the WWE has. They got to figure out a way to keep those viewers. See, the first, the first hour overall this past week was a 3.1. Uh, that's nice. That's nice. And that's from, you know, 8 to 9. Um, and that's still, they're still going up against Monday Night Football. And let's be real. Let's look at this. Okay. And I'll give you Monday Night Football's ratings in a second. But, Okay, so you got a 3.1 in the first hour, a 2.9 in the second hour, which is not bad still. Okay, they only lost a couple hundred thousand fans. That's not bad. You know, that's not bad. Okay, but here's the problem. When they get to that third hour, when they get to that third hour, sheesh, this third hour is down to a 2.5. That's insane. That's insane. That is insane. For them to lose that many fans from hour two to three, that's crazy, man. That is crazy. Um, they have to figure something out there. I mean, yeah, do they want to? Do they really want to lose that last hour of advertising dollars that you know the company is bringing in? No, not really. But um, if they can, oh my goodness, this is sad. For them to lose that many viewers in that last hour like that. Um, that's a lot of money they're still making, like I said, off the advertising revenue. But is it really worth it? Is it really worth it? But they don't care. They're making money hand over fist. Anyway, um, and I, they were going up against a, a Monday Night Football game that drew 10.4 million viewers. Yeah. Remember back in the early, or excuse me, the late 90s when the war was happening? Nothing was able to touch the WWE. I don't care who it was. Nothing. I'll move on. Now, um, SmackDown the next night, which was up against much, oh, God, heavy, much more heavy competition. I mean, they were up against Game 6 of the World Series, which was kicking everybody's, uh, if you want to say, butt the past uh, week and a half. The World Series games were getting some nice ratings. So, of course, you expect... Expected a game six, uh, which was a pretty good game, uh, to get to destroy anything that it was up against, which it did. And SmackDown suffered uh, the most, I believe. Which and I'm not gonna lie, the Raw show and the SmackDown show, they weren't that bad shows. I mean, this evasion angle or brand feud is working, so I like it. Um, but SmackDown just didn't have a chance. It, I mean, it was up against a two point. I mean, excuse me, up against the World Series, it drew a two point one. And that was down from last week's 2.7. Yeah. So, I mean, but that's not a bad. At least it wasn't in the ones. That wasn't as bad as it, as it kind of sounds in the way I'm uh, making it seem. But at least it could have been in the ones. You know, it could have been a 1.8, 1.9. That would have looked real bad. But stay, it, got, it stayed in the twos. Um, so that's a good thing. Um, which is interesting, you know, to me. But... I think the WWE will be all right. I really do. So I'm not too, I, I know they're not worried about it. You know, next week we'll see what the ratings look like. They're not going to be up against the World Series for SmackDown. And Raw, I think Raw will still, you know, do decent uh, compared to what they were doing before, um, like I said, about a month ago. So we'll see. But we're going to take a break. And then when we come back, i got to get into something kind of important to me. And that is why I don't like certain local wrestling organizations. You're listening to the Devereux Committee 
of pro wrestling here on the Idiot Radio Network. We'll be right back. You're listening to Idiot Radio, taking it to the edge and back. Looking for a creative idea for meetings, business lunches, and special events? Call Spiels on Wheels, food truck, and catering, and take the stress away. For more information, call them at 724-244-9881 or on Facebook at facebook.com slash wheels. Pizza and Gyro Express, 801 O'Neill Boulevard in McKeesport, Pennsylvania. For menus, coupons, specials, and catering info, visit our website at pizzaandgyroexpress.com. Order online or by phone at 412-672-2182. Don't forget about the lunch buffet and drink every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. for just $10. The original Pizza and Gyro Express. Don't settle for anything less. Does your dog or cat need some much-needed attention and pampering? Money Paws, full grooming salon for dogs and cats. Featuring full-service dog and cat grooming. Bath and brush, haircuts, nails, ears, teeth, and rear-end cleanups. All done with extra love and attention. It's Muddy Paws. Schedule an appointment today at 412-207-8250. And we're back. Devereaux Committee of Pro Wrestling. Step on Devereaux here on the Idiot Radio Network. And, uh, yeah. Hmm. Let's get into it. Okay. So. I had to take a drink there because um, this one's going to be fun. Actually, well, it's not. Okay, let's take a trip down memory lane. So I get into business about 21 years ago through a man by the name of Salvatore Conte. Salvatore Conte owned a company by the name of UC, or excuse me, USCW, United States Championship Wrestling, the real wrestling. That's what he called it. This is 1996. The boom was about to happen, and Sal Conte and USCW was one of the wrestling organizations that was on television. Now, there was another wrestling organization that was on television. That organization was called Pro Wrestling Express, and it was headed by this guy named Jim Miller. They called him the Candyman. Why? Because the Candyman ran a wrestling organization in back of his candy store up at the old Eastland Mall in McKeesport, or excuse me, North Versailles, PA. Nice location. Well, when I first got in this business, we were taught, we were taught to hate one person. I was taught to hate one guy, and that was Jim Miller and PWX. Fast forward. I get this show called the Devereux Committee of Pro Wrestling. It was on Man, 25 to 30 stations across the country, okay? Public access, paid channels, all types of just different television across the country. Guy by the name of Big Neil, the real deal, a.k.a. Neil Haley, he got my back. He said, look, Devereaux, we're going to do this together. I got this. Trust me. Before then, before Neil came in, I met a guy by the name of Todd DeFazio. A young DJ who was ripping up clubs, 
I mean, he was the dude who was packing the people because they couldn't wait to hear him DJ. Let me tell you what he does. He becomes a mentor. We, myself, Todd DeFazio, Neil Haley, we form what at the time was the Deborah Committee of Pro Wrestling on television. They came in, they helped reshape the show. But in the back of my mind, I always wanted to do something and work for PWX. There was one person who could got, who can get me there, and that was Neil Haley. We get the PWX. Neil and I, limousine riding up in that place. Take the limo, the limo up there. It's beautiful. You know what they do to Neil? They daggone try to blow him up on national TV. That hurt my feelings. So that was step one of why Jim Miller and I, ugh, a few years later, I decided to come back into professional wrestling after I take a little sabbatical. Come back. First person I called, Jim, how you doing, man? Oh, Deborah, I haven't heard from you in a while. What are you trying to do? I'm like, tell her what I had in math. You know what Jim does? He laughs at me. That hurt my feelings. Fast forward. A few years later, I get an opportunity of a lifetime to work for PWX. And you know what Jim Miller does to me again? He screwed me over. So, I vowed to do everything in my power to take the candy man down. No one else was able, ever able to take the candy man down. Nobody. This man is the most successful promoter in the tri-state area. And I wanted to beat him. So I joined a young company called, not, excuse me, UCW. See, you take that S out, it feels the same as USCW. Same place that I started this hatred for this man. But now in UCW, I have a young crew of guys that I can work with, and we're going to go head to head with the, with the daggone candy man. And we never got that opportunity. Why? So I sit back and I'm watching, looking at Facebook, checking out things. And I find out that there might not be any more PWX. They could be going out of business. So you know what I do? Me being a nice guy that I am, I laugh about it on Facebook. (laughs) Why? Because after years of being laughed at, it was my turn to be laughed at. And I also asked, you know, if they can show me the location of the grave site so my dog and myself can take a piss on it any time we felt like it. Yeah, I said it. So what? I said it. Oh, everybody's all mad at me now. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, how could you say that? Oh, that's not right. Hey, they're going through tough times. I was going through tough times as well, and he laughed at me. He made it personal. This was never about business. When I first got in this business, yeah, it was about business because the guy who told me I had to hate this man, he made it about business. But now it's personal. 
and I am going to laugh. And I'm not even going to show up on November 11th. I decided, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to go to PWX. I decided just a couple days ago. And then on Friday, Friday night, after I decided I wasn't going to go, I see that my damn radio station, the station that I I am employed by, my bosses are bringing PWX Fight Society into the studio? Guess what? I'm not there. I'm not there. I am doing this show on location because I'm protesting. I am taking a knee. I am seriously protesting right now because Idiot Radio Network does not need to be dealing with desperation. These guys who are trying to get some trying to get their name out there again, you know, because they know their damn company's about to fall. So now you got these wrestlers just trying to get on the radio. Hey, you don't think I weren't? I wasn't getting requests. Hey, you want to interview me? No. And then on top of that, I'm. I'm 